Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 67. This episode is brought to you by the How to Homeschool Summit. This summit gives you lifetime access to over 40 expert speakers and over 50 workshops. So if you're just starting out with homeschooling and you want to know the ins and the outs and the tips and the tricks and all the information that you would want to know to get started correctly and successfully, then definitely check out the How to Homeschool Summit. I will link to it in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 67. Welcome to episode 67. This episode is about transitioning from public school to homeschool. Now, I know that there's going to be a lot of people this upcoming fall that, you know, because of the, our situation right now, they're they're just considering homeschooling instead of sending their kids off to public school. You might be one of them. You never thought you'd be homeschooling, but here you are. And it really is a good thing to figure out before you jump in, how do we transition from public school to homeschool? Because it's not like you just pull your kids home and voila, you're homeschooling. There's a lot of mindset. There's a lot of details that need to go into it, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming. And that's my goal. I want to help you see a clear path forward that's going to make the transition the best it can be. And so that's what this podcast episode is all about. I want to start with a quote from John Taylor. Gatto, who wrote Dumbing Us Down. And he was a New York City and New York State um, like teacher of the year before he stopped teaching. He retired and he really talked about the beauty of homeschooling and doing it well, not in the system. So I want you to be encouraged and actually check out his book. But if you're scared that it's going to be complicated or expensive to homeschool, here's what he said. One of the surest ways to recognize real education is by the fact that it doesn't cost very much. It doesn't depend on expensive toys or gadgets. The experiences that produce it and the self-awareness that propels it are nearly free. And that is so true. I've got a bunch of links, resources that I'm going to link in the show notes. I want you to check them out for extended reading and extended information, more than we can cover in this podcast. But I'm going to cover five super simple steps that you need to take when you're transitioning from public school to homeschool. So here we go. Let's jump right in. Step number one is de-schooling. This is when you get the system out of your system. Listen, if your kids are coming from a traditional school situation, you can't just jump into homeschooling. It's not going to go well. Usually the best advice is for as many years as your kids have been in the public school system, you need to de-school. So if they are in second grade and have been in there for two years or maybe three years counting kindergarten, that would mean three months of de-schooling. De-schooling means you're finding your groove as a family, spending 
time together, getting used to this new situation where you're all at home. Um, you can still do educational things, but you're not going to really hit the academics really hard. You might play games, go on field trips, do some hands-on stuff, read alouds, like things that are enjoyable, work on hobbies, just learn this dynamic of being home together. And so don't jump in right away. When you do start with your academics, so if you're going to homeschool this fall for the first time, you're definitely going to want to start slow. Even after you de-school for a bit, you're going to want to you know, not jump in on the very first day and say we're doing seven subjects and we're going to spend all this time on everything we want to cover this year. You're going to want to drip it in slowly. Even regular schools do this. They don't start hard on the first day, even the first week. I remember when I was a public school teacher, we sometimes didn't even get our textbooks till a week or two into the school year. And so we had to gently get our kids into the content and we weren't doing hardcore academics, even in middle school for the first week or two. So don't worry about it. You're not going to ruin your kids, but you're going to want to de-school. That's point number one. Point number two is definitely to check your state laws or wherever you live, check the laws. And I will include links to all these uh, resources for you. The best place to check is HSLDA if you're in Canada or the United States, and they will give you specific provincial or state laws for your area. And you want to make sure you're doing whatever's required. Some states have pretty much no requirements. Some, like the one I live in, is like considered one of the more um, strict states to homeschool in, not because it's hard, but just there's a lot of paperwork and there's a lot of hoops to jump through. So go ahead and make sure you're following the law. That's pretty important to do before you start homeschooling. Point number three, make a simple plan for the first year. Keep it simple. You have to realize that you're not stuck with this plan forevermore. You can change it. So kind of figure out what are the foundational subjects you need to cover. I always say, and most homeschool parents would say, it's math and language arts. If your kids are learning to read, it's phonics, right? It's phonics and math. As your kids are even in middle school, it's still math and language arts because if they can master those subjects as best as they can, they're going to be able to easily cover the science and the social studies and all these other courses, the electives. Um, So decide on the math and language arts programs you want to use with each of your kids. And also those are pretty grade specific, right? Your second grader has a certain math and your sixth grader has a different math. You can't teach them together. But the other subjects like science, social studies, art, music, foreign language, um, Bible, like all these things you also might want to cover, you can teach multiple ages together, especially in the K through six or K through eight. And then ninth through 12th, they're probably, your kids are probably very independent. They're working on high school subjects and you're, you're working toward graduation requirements. So I always say, make a simple plan, definitely deal with your math and language arts first, and then you can fill in additional subjects. If you want a lot more nitty gritty details, I'm going to link to a really comprehensive post I have about homeschooling and pretty much everything you would ever want to know. So you can find it in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 67, or you can find it directly at 41more.com forward slash new. And that's for new homeschoolers. Okay. So we talked about three things so far. The best way to transition from public school to homeschool, number one, de-schooling. Number two, check your state laws. Number three, make a simple plan for the first year. Number four, find a homeschool community. 
This can be in person or it can be online. There are so many great Facebook groups and co-ops and, you know, support groups for homeschooling. So I want you to find your tribe because you need a place where you can ask questions, get ideas, and most importantly, just to know that you're not alone. So you need to find your your tribe, your group, the place that understands you, and you can feel comfortable to get help and information and advice. That's point number four. And point number five, if you're transitioning from public school to homeschool, I would say learn all you can. It's professional development. You do not have to be a teacher to homeschool. I'm a certified teacher and I love to tell parents, you do not need to be a certified teacher to successfully homeschool your kids. You just need to be a caring parent who is willing to learn as you go and to do the best for your kids. Listen, one of my kids has dyslexia and believe it or not, I was not taught in teacher college, you know, getting my degree in in education. I was not taught about dyslexia. So I, as a homeschool mom, as a loving mom, I've educated myself about dyslexia so I can help that child. So listen, you do not have to have credentials after your name to be able to be a successful homeschool mom, but you do need to learn and continually learn. And I know you want to do that. And that's why you're listening to a podcast, but learn all you can about your kids, their learning styles, about education, about um, the way kids learn, about the tools of learning, about the different homeschool methods and different curriculums that you could use to supplement your your homeschool. So I will link to some of my favorite professional development um, resources and ideas in the show notes as well. So as you're thinking about transitioning from public school to homeschool, realize that there's a lot of information out there. You need to distill it down to the to the really important steps, but realize you take it little by little, de-school, make sure you're following your state laws. Go ahead with a simple plan for the first year. It doesn't have to be complicated, but find your community that can support you and then continue to learn as much as you can as you help your kids through the transition. Listen, don't have rose-colored glasses. It might be bumpy. Things are not going to be perfect, but this is okay. Anything worth doing, there's likely to be a little bit of a learning curve, and that's normal and natural. But I want to encourage you that you can do it. You can be a successful homeschool mom and you can transition to a homeschool flexible lifestyle where your kids can just blossom with a natural love of learning. And so don't forget, you want to get the system out of your system, right? So don't don't try to replicate school at home. That's a mistake I see a lot of people that feel burnt out. It's because they're trying to do mini public school at home. And homeschooling is not that. That's not the way we do it. Honestly, listen, homeschooling is the most efficient model of education out there. You're tutoring your kids, essentially. It's one-on-one. You know exactly if they're getting the subject or not. You can move at their pace. It's just the most freeing uh, way to be educated. And I just love it so much. I know, I know it's a lot, it's a lot of hard work, but I know you can do it. And I want you to be encouraged that you can do this. So, Hey, if I can help you at any time, please feel free to email me. You can find my contact information and every resource you might need with transitioning from public school to homeschool. If you go to the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 67, don't forget to check out the how to homeschool summit. I'll have a link on that page as well. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.